My oldest sister, Martha, scurried around the house, her lips pursed together in concentration. She and Mary spent the entire afternoon in the courtyard preparing a meal for Jesus and his twelve followers. When Martha was in prep mode, we all walked on pins and needles. She was known to push us out the door if we got in her way. Martha demanded that the preparations be the best, especially given the unique honor of hosting the teacher, as we affectionately called him. As always, Mary quietly followed her directions. When she was alive, Martha was the most practical woman I knew. Unable to sit still, she was always busy, alert to detail, a perfectionist at heart. She was a doer, an implementer. She was gutsy, freely speaking whatever was on her mind. Yet few people had a more generous heart. When my mother died and our father was stricken with leprosy, Martha, the senior member of the family, stepped into the role of caretaker. Because I was only five years old when my mother passed away, I regarded Martha as a mother. She was seven years older than me. With such responsibility on her shoulders, Martha felt constant pressure. But never once did I see her shrink from her tireless service and trying sacrifice. Many nights her shoulders sagged from the day's work, but she still managed to tell me a story before bed. Martha's hospitality garnered adoration from the people of Bethany. She would often prepare meals for our neighbors and friends when they were ill. What I remember most about her were her hands. Calloused and coarsened from years of hard work, they were the hands that fed and comforted me throughout my childhood. I would often stare at her hands. Mary was cut from a different mold. She was born two years before me. She was a reflective soul, tender and given to times of solitude. If you walked into a room full of people, you would be hard-pressed to notice her. None of us ever married. We devoted our lives to helping our father after our mother died. I followed in the footsteps of my father, before he fell sick, plying my trade as a silversmith, melting and twisting metal into useful pieces. And God blessed my work. Early sunlight filtered through the leaves of the olive tree next to my bedroom window. Jesus and his followers had just left Samaria on their way to Jerusalem. Despite my father's sickness, which had escalated slowly, he still managed to walk with me into the village to visit a friend. I noticed his lesions were spreading and becoming more painful. Suddenly, we saw a crowd clustering together. Jesus, the prophet from Galilee, was praying for some people who were sick all of whom I personally knew. My father's leprosy had not graduated to the point where he was forced to be quarantined, but it was fast moving in that direction. We both knew of Jesus and of his teaching. My sisters and I, along with our father, had heard him teach in Jerusalem at the Passover festival earlier that year. We found ourselves spellbound by his words, 
Jesus spoke like no other teacher in Israel. Not once did he quote another rabbi, as all the other teachers did. He instead used parables and metaphors and claimed that Almighty God had directly inspired what he said. Our hearts burned within us as he spoke. Time stood still. Our eyes never moved from his face. The music of his voice, the majesty of his person, and the magnetism of his words ravished our hearts. There was an air of sovereignty about him. His confidence felt almost tangible, and it made me stand taller. At the same time, he was gentle and approachable, an unusual combination. My father almost stumbled over...